We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourselves and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just like to welcome you tonight. Hallelujah to MBKI Bible study. And I'm just going to go in prayer right now. And I'm asking that all hearts and minds, hallelujah, just be cleared and be on one accord. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, for tonight. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father God, for the gift of life once again, Father God, allowing us to partake in a day that we've never seen before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we just bless your holy name. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome in this place. And for those, hallelujah, that are tuning in on tonight, hallelujah, we just praying right now, Father God, that the blood of Jesus, oh God, may touch each and every individual, Father God, even for those that are here in our home on tonight, Father God. We're asking, Father God, hallelujah, oh God, that the atmosphere may shift, Father, in the name Jesus. We're praying, Father God, hallelujah, that your grace and mercy, which is so sufficient, Father God, hallelujah, oh God, may touch each and every individual on their behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, oh God, take care of the children and the children's children, oh God. We're praying, Father God, hallelujah, as we move forward on tonight, Father God, that you remove every distraction, Father, every stumbling block, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, make every cricket place straight. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we've been asking, oh God, that you remove the spirit of fear. For you did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and the sound mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we just bless and praise your name on high. Hallelujah, oh God, that he that the will up in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And Father, we just thank you for making a safe place for us under your wings on tonight, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your healing power, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, for deliverance on tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Who can make us whole? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God. As you, God, come and move and grow, Father God, we pray, oh God, that your will shall be done on tonight. That you get all the glory, Father God. That we decrease as you increase in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we're nothing without you, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God. And we're standing here on your word, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And asking, Father God, that your Holy Spirit continue to lead God and direct us, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We pray, Father God, for your apostle on tonight. Hallelujah, that's going to come forth with the manner, Father God, for your people, oh God, that you've given him, Father God. Hallelujah, in his 
spirit in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. It's not about us, hallelujah, oh God. There's no big eyes and no little use, Father God. And we're thanking you, oh God, for entrusting us enough, Father God. Hallelujah, to pray. Hallelujah, to encourage your God and lift your people up, Father God. Hallelujah, oh God, and to pour into them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we just bless and praise your holy name, Father God. We're calling down, hallelujah, your Shekinah glory, fire from heaven, Father God. Burning away everything unlike you are tonight, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Touch the minds of your people, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. As you're taking on the captivity, we're commanding every Leviathan, Python, Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, we sit back to the face of hell, Father God. Uproot everything unlike you, O oh God. Hallelujah, O oh God. That may be trying to dwell, O oh God, with your people, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for the courage, O oh God, and the strength, Father God. O oh God, to continue to stand toe to toe, Father God, with the divine, Father God. As you're teaching us about how to reposition ourselves. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, oh God. Yes, oh God, we're praying right now, Father God, that yes, a mighty shift right now. Hallelujah, oh God, take place, oh God. Hallelujah, that everything like you may break, break, break yes, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we thank you, hallelujah, for the confidence, oh God, yes, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, to stand tall, Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, and we're counting out every design, hallelujah, oh God, plan of the enemy in the name of Jesus every wish, every warlock, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, every word that may have been spoken in the atmosphere, Father God, I love you, oh God, take the property right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you, hallelujah, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, turn it over Cauldron, Father God, yes, every head, every vest, Father God, yes, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, hallelujah, oh God, let your blood stain, oh God, so cover each and every person, oh God, that no one would be the same, Father God. Strengthen yes, each and every person in their faith, Father God. Yes, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Refill, replenish, restore. Refill, Father God. Revalidize, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We're calling forth restoration, Father God. We're barely done tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we thank you, oh God, if we're humbling ourselves, Father God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Teach us how to turn down the plague, Father. In the name of Jesus, oh God. If we fast, watch and pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And for those, oh God, that may fear, Father God. For you do not give us the spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind, oh God. Take on the captivity, oh God, the spirit of fear. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Stir the waters, Father God. But when we step in, oh God, for those that are coming to touch down, oh God, to step in, oh God, that they would never leave the same again, oh God. Cleanse them, oh God. Wipe them white as snow, Father God. For you're coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle, Father. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we know that this is just a dressing room, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah. Let us catch on fire again. Hallelujah. Once again, in the Holy Ghost fire, oh God. Burning in the Holy Ghost, oh God. Going back, oh God, to the basics, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. We're just keeping it simple, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Help us not to be selfish, Father. To pray for others, 
hands, oh God, in the name of Jesus, reaching back, Father, to get our brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we thanking you on tonight. We glorifying you, Father God. Hallelujah, oh God, if it be your will, Father God. Hallelujah, as we're moving forward, Father God. We thanking you as for the open doors. Close quarters, Father, that may have been open. Hallelujah. Unlike you, oh God, and shut doors, oh God, that we may have opened. Unlike you, Father God. Hallelujah. Open, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Break the chains, oh God. Loose the shackles, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Take us in captivity, Father God. Every imp on assignment, Father. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the angels, oh God. Hallelujah, oh God, that's been with your people too and so, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we're calling down blessings, Father God, of the Macaulay, our angels, oh God, for those that are in need and in life, Father. Hallelujah, oh God, bringing in finances from the north, the south, the west, and the east, oh God. Oh God, we thank you, oh God, for your presence on tonight, oh God. Oh God, shift, oh God, in the name of Jesus, each and every household that may be watching, Father God, and listen on the sound of my voice on tonight. Oh God, we bless and praise your holy name, Father, as we're coming together, oh God. Touching and praying, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that there should not be any backlash, oh God. Oh God, with these prayers, oh God, that's been prayed on tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, hallelujah, because you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' mighty name, we know that it's done. And it is so. I'd like to thank each and every person that's tuned in tonight. Hallelujah. With MBKI, Muskie Kingdom International Ministry. I'm going to go forth, hallelujah, right now with um, our announcements. Hallelujah. Our weekly schedule is followed in the mighty name of Jesus. On Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, hallelujah, at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Hallelujah. And the number to call in is 515-605-9839. On Friday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, oh my goodness, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday night, hallelujah, it's Beta Mentoring Conference Line. And we also have that as the same number, 515-605-9839. On Saturdays, please tune in with me, hallelujah, my husband, hallelujah, for our power. As the Spirit of the Lord moves mightily on Saturdays on um, noonday prayer, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our power. And there's a different number for this on Saturday. And the number for the our power on Saturdays are 727 731 4401. Hallelujah. And on Sundays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my husband, Apostle Baxter, he has um, my brother's keepers, hallelujah, conference, men's conference line on Sundays. Again, that is my brother's keepers, men's conference line. And the number for that is 515-605-9839. These are um, the announcements that follow our weekly schedule for Musty Kingdom International Ministries. 
And now I'm going to bring forth the host, which is Apostle Anthony Baxter. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just worship God for a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Father, we glorify your name. We thank you, Father, for being God and God alone. We thank you for the breath of life that you've given us. Hallelujah, Father God, as we look over our day and our life, we thank you for protecting us, O God. We thank you, God, for restoring us, O God. We thank you, Lord, for delivering us, O God. Many of us have dealt with addictions and many of us have dealt with traumatic situations and events in our life, Lord God. And it was only through your protection and your deliverance, Father God, hallelujah, that we made it through. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us in our right minds, oh God. Hallelujah. We know the enemy wants to drive us plumb crazy, Father, but it's through you that we are able to keep our mind and walk in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Father, we magnify you. We thank you for this time, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you put me behind the cross. Hallelujah, that your spirit will have its way. Do what you do best, Holy Spirit. Use me, hallelujah, to deliver a word, hallelujah, for God's people in this hour. In the name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ, we pray amen and amen. Hallelujah. How's everyone doing today? Hallelujah. I want to thank each and every person that is tuning in via our blog talk radio line and those that are here. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. 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 All right. So if you could turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. In verse, or excuse me, chapter 10 in verse 3. Amen. Glory be to God. This is our foundational scripture. We are still in the series of spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. Spiritual warfare. How many of you know that you are in a fight, whether you want to be in one or not? You know, physically, you know, you'd be like, man, you know, I I don't want to fight you. And you can run away from this thing. But you see, this spiritual war that you're in, you can't run away from it. You can't run away from it. You, you, you can't say, okay, you win. You can't just throw in the towel. Well, you can. You can die off. But I didn't die. No, I don't think. No, we ain't going to do that. We're going to fight. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen. You must understand, no matter what, you are in a fight. And many of us don't know how to win. We don't know what to do. You know, we're told to pray. We're told this. We're told that. But there's still uh, something that is knocking at our door. Not knocking, that tore down the door. And it came in the house. Amen. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we have to go back to the basics. We got to Go back to the foundational things so that we can understand from the foundation to the rooftop what it is that we need to have in place to win this fight. A lot of boxers, before they fight their opponent, they study the opponent, 
They train for the fight. Hallelujah. They find out the weaknesses of that opponent. And when they get into the ring, they know exactly what to do and how to do it to win the fight. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at some things we need to put in place. We're going to look at some of the weaponry that we have. And today we're going to be going over the foundational understandings for winning a spiritual battle. There's foundational things that we must understand to win the spiritual battle that we are all in. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3 reads this. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. So the weapons that we are using are not natural weapons. They're spiritual weapons. And the best weapon you have is your mouth. Amen. Because words have power. Amen. So if you know how to use your mouth in the language and the things to speak in Jesus' name, you can win half the battle. But there are some other things that we need to have in place in order to win this battle that we're in. Now, last week, we recognized that we are in this spiritual battle, and you want to win, but we don't know where to start. So with these foundational understandings is the place, building the right foundation for spiritual warfare. Amen. Skipping over this, you will lose every time. And this is, in some cases, where people are losing because they're missing maybe a few pieces of the foundation. So it's allowing the enemy, hallelujah, to come in and wreak havoc in your life. Hallelujah. I'm going to have my reader read Mark chapter 2 and verse 17. Everyone turn to Mark chapter 2 and verse 17. I forgot to say this. If uh, Go get a pen. Go get a piece of paper or a tablet. Matter of fact, you should have a tablet because in that tablet you should have last week's notes and your Bible. Okay? It makes no sense to be on a teaching line and not taking notes. The Bible says study the word to show thyself approved. It doesn't say listen to your pastor and everything that he's saying is correct. Amen. Hallelujah. We are human and we falter. We falter. Amen. So study the word to show yourself approved. Allow the spirit of God to confirm what it is that the man of God is speaking to you, our woman of God. Amen. This way you're able to get what you need to get to do what you need to do. So, Mark chapter 2 and verse 17. Read. Amen. And it read, When Jesus heard it, he said unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, 
But they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Amen. Amen. But sinners to repentance. So one of the key foundational pieces that we need is salvation. Is salvation. We can't win without being free. Amen. And through salvation, we're able to get the freedom from sin, from the enemy. As we were talking about, uh, Satan has legal right to come into our lives when we commit sin. It's just like if you're speeding, the police officer has legal right to pull you over and give you a ticket. Amen. So when we sin, it gives the enemy legal right to come in. But when we repent, you see, now we close the door. He no longer has the right to cause havoc. So we can pray and call him out because he's illegally invading your life. Amen. This is what happened with Jesus. Jesus went down to to hell illegally because he never sinned. Even though he wore a coat of sin, amen, when he got there, he took it off and said, I didn't sin. So he was able to take the keys back and come back and give them to us, to give us the power to be able to trample upon scorpions and all of darkness. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So salvation, accepting Christ and believing that Jesus has conquered sin and Satan. He did this for us. Now, as we receive the assurance of our salvation, we come to an understanding that we no longer belong to ourselves, but we belong to God. Amen? And he will never leave us nor forsake us, as the Bible says. So in this, we have the ability and assurance of knowing that when we call upon Christ, when we call upon Jesus in his name, that he will show up and he will do what the Bible says he will do. By faith, we must believe. Amen? Another foundational piece is learning the basics. Learning the basics. Bible doctrine and the foundation of faith. The foundation of of faith. Faith without works is dead. What is faith? How does faith work? These type of things, because it's through your faith that all things in heaven uh, are activated. Everything in heaven is activated by faith. It says, uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So even in the midst of your sickness, You are thanking God for your healing, even though you're sniffling and coughing, because your faith is going to produce what you're asking for. Believe and you shall receive, the Bible says. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 basically states that, basically states that. Hallelujah. These are basic foundational pieces. Okay, we, we have to go back to the basics and build our way up. You see, we, we sometimes, we, we talk about the mountain, the things on the mountain, but we forget about the valley. 
You see, sometimes we got to go to the valley and walk our way up to the top of the mountain so we can make sure that we got everything we need. Amen. Sometimes you'll discover that, oh, I, I, you know, I forgot about this. Hallelujah. When you add that into your repertoire, you find that things begin to shift and change in your life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Mm. Well, turn with me to Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. We're talking about foundational understandings for winning the spiritual battle. Like I said, we all are in a spiritual battle. How are you doing? Are you winning? The Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So you're in a wrestling match. Does these principalities have you pinned down in a headlock to where you can't move? Are you tapping out, throwing in the towel? Or are you able to overturn that principality and take back everything that was stolen? Where are you in this spiritual battle? Rita, you want to read Romans chapter 8, verse Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. Amen. Amen. We are more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors. Walking in the spirit and walking in understanding of grace as a lifestyle. We are more than conquerors. Amen. So victory is not a formula. This, what we're dealing with, is not a formula. It's not like two plus two equals four. You kind of put some things together and, 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 and win. Victory is not a formula. Victory is received when we learn to embrace the faith that was given us by Christ Jesus. He's already accomplished it. He has already won for us. So the victory is won, but we're still in the battle. So when we can understand that the victory is won, even though we're in a battle, because see, most of the time we're in a battle and we think that we've lost, when really we won. We just need to hold on to that in faith that Christ has taken and won the battle. He's fought this war for us. And as we are in him and and he is in us, as he won the battle, we are, as he won the victory, we have the ability to win the battle based upon our mindset, based upon what we believe and where our faith is at. All things move through faith. So if we have faith to know that Christ has won this battle, then we have the ability to overcome the mindset that the enemy is trying to get us trapped in to where we, can, we feel a certain way and we act a certain way. The depression that you are talking about, when you understand that Christ overcame your depression for you, 
and you have the victory in it. When you claim that and own that, now you're overturning that principality in the wrestling. He had you pinned. Now you have him pinned. See, because when you have that type of mindset, you, 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 your shoulders go back, your head goes up, and you say, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and so with that, it gives you the strength to come against what is going on up here. The Bible says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but it, our uh, weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty for the pulling down of strongholds, pulling down of that fortress that has you trapped in a mindset that is not of God. You see? Amen. Hallelujah. Anything contrary to God's word is a lie from Satan. This is one thing that we must understand. Anything that is contrary to God's word. Now, in order to know that it's contrary, what must we do? Read the word. We don't know if something's contrary unless we've studied the word so ourselves approved. People aren't studying the word. So what they do? They believe the lie. Because they assume because the man is standing behind our woman, the pulpit, that they're telling them the truth. And they're paying for a lie. Amen? So we must study the word to find out if what it is being told to me is what it is that I believe is contrary to the word of God. Because if it's contrary, that means it's a lie. And God is not a man where he shall lie. Satan is the father of lies. So it's coming from Satan. And if it's coming from Satan and we believe it, guess what? Our faith is in him because we believe the lie. Amen? You see, so we have these false teachers that are twisting the word. And what we're doing is believing it. So what this is doing is it's taking a false word and replacing it with the true word. The Bible says that the truth will set us free. And people are like, I believe the truth, but why aren't I free? Well, we must understand that there's a couple of different truths. There's your truth. There's the world's truth. There's her truth. And then there's the truth. So what truth do you believe? What truth do you believe? There's only one that's going to set you free. And that's God's truth, God's word. Amen. Do you believe this? Do you believe that you are fighting for victory? That you are fighting this war to be victorious? You hear people say Victorious. What do they mean by that? See, we're not working for victory. We are working from a position of victory. Remember, Christ has already won this battle. Christ has already won. Okay? So for that, because we are in him and him in us, we are positioned in victory. You see? To fight from a place of victory. See, when you fight from a place of victory, you have confidence to know that you're going to win in the long run. No matter if you get pent down, if you get an uppercut or hitting the jaw or your knees kind of wiggle because you got, you got side swipe from some 
you know, but the bottom line is you win. You win. So when you come from that place, no matter if you get knocked down, no matter if something traumatic happens in your life, you know in the long run, I have the victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. How many of y'all are warriors? You warrior? You warrior? You said you warrior. Oh, God, we got some warriors. How many warriors we got there on the conference line? I know we all, we got some warriors over there on the conference line. Amen. Soldiers. We must have a, 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 a warrior's attitude. A warrior's attitude. Not a whippy, whippy, uh, you know, we, 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 we say we warriors, but when something comes at us, you know, we act like a little... Oh, oh, you know, but we are supposed to be warriors, so we must have a warrior's attitude. What is a warrior's attitude? Good question. Second Timothy chapter two, verse one through four. Turn with me there. Second Timothy chapter two, verse one through four. We're talking about. A warrior's attitude. No provision for the flesh. Can't no room for it. The flesh, there's no room. We are warriors. First thing we got a war against is our flesh. And then we can go from there. But if we allow our flesh to overtake us, we will have some problems in this spiritual battle that we're in. So we must conquer the flesh. See, Paul said he beats his flesh daily. He has to beat it in check. You want to you cooperate with me? I'm not going to cooperate with you. You're going to do what I want you to do, not what you want to do. You're going to follow God's will, not your will. Amen? We must conquer the flesh. Hallelujah. That's what a warrior does. Read 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 4, please. Amen. And it reads... Thou, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warrants entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about a soldier, a warrior, a fighter, someone that is on the front line. Hallelujah. They, they, they right in the thick of it all. Amen. Listen, your victory always starts and ends with grace. Your victory always starts and it ends with grace. Because you, you must realize and understand, you must realize and understand that it's through the grace of God that the enemy can take your whole head off. 
It's through the grace of God, amen, that he strengthens you to be able to overcome or overthrow or give you the extra uh, 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 oomph you need to overturn what's coming at you. It's the grace. Our victory is always beginning and ending with the grace of God. Now, we must realize also that the Bible is our ultimate resource, our weaponry, uh, a rule book, and, and, and GPS. It's our ultimate resource. Everything we need is in the Bible. It's our resource. So why aren't we in our Bible more than the television? Why aren't we in our Bible more than Facebook? Why aren't we in our Bible? Because this is where we get the resources to win the battle. Not Facebook. Not the haves and have nots. <laughs> uh, me and my wife like that show. Anyway. <laughs> Glory be to God. So, we must open up the Word of God, read the Word of God, study the Word of God, get the resources you need. Why? Because it's through these resources that you're able to get the weapons that you need to overthrow the enemy in the Bible. See, we can't go and get an AK-47 and try to shoot a principality or power. You see, you may shoot straight thinking you're shooting a demon and you're shooting whatever physical things right before you. So you're fighting a spiritual battle, not a natural battle. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Now, the rule book, the rule book, this is the rule book on fighting a spiritual battle. The Bible tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And then it tells us the legal or the, the levels of uh, 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 um, uh, demonic spirits that you're fighting, principalities, powers, levels. These are levels. Just like God, he has levels. He has the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, teachers, preachers, deacons, overseers. See, those are the levels. Amen? And the higher the level, the greater the devil. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And GPS, tracking device. Amen? To be able to track where things may be, where things may be, how they may be moving. Amen? GPS system. It's all in the word. It's all in the word. People, we need to get in this thing, especially in these last days with everything that's going on. And this is just a side note, people. This is a side note. Listen, we are about to hit some times here when this election takes place. I would say in the next two to three weeks, uh, where this is going to be, it's just going to get crazy. And it really is not going to matter who wins. It's just going to be crazy anyhow. If Trump wins, it's going to be crazy. And if Biden wins, it's going to be crazy. You see? And there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So my recommendation is to go out, stock up in your home. Stock up in your home, get yourself the toilet paper, all that stuff, just like it was when we did the little pandemic thing, 
right? Because we don't want to go out. Because people are going to be so angry and so um, in that state of protest and, and, and a lot of mayhem going on to where you don't want to be going to the store and just get caught up in the crossfire. Amen? So stock up. If you have children, tell your children to stay close to home. You know, something about teenagers, they just love to go right in the middle of something stupid. Okay? And see, this is not the time to go and get in the middle of something stupid, like going downtown where all of the craziness is going on, just to go down there to see what's going on. See, that's, that's the kind of stuff I used to do when I was a teenager. But see, these days, see, they shooting. They shooting, they throwing stuff. The police is shooting. Tell your kids to stay close to home. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Don't get caught up in all the things. The Bible says that we are in the world, but not to be of the world. Amen? We're supposed to be holy. That means separated from. Set aside, set apart. Amen? So don't follow what everyone's doing. Take the road that is less traveled. Amen? Glory be to God. Now, back to our, uh, our, our subject at hand. <laughs> All right. So we have number three. We do, we're dealing with, again, foundational understandings for winning the spiritual battle. Foundational understandings. These are foundational things we must understand because in understanding these foundational things, we can begin to build to get to the position where we can win this war, win this fight, win this battle. Now, the battle is won. The war is won. We have the victory, but we're still in the fight. We all are in the fight. We're going to be in the fight until the day we stop sucking in air, whether you want to be in one or not. How do you recognize as soon as you open your eyes, you start thinking about something stupid? I mean, you start with the stupidest thing. You know, and, and if you grab a hold on that stupid thing, you're going to be thinking stupid things all day long. Amen? See, that's the enemy. He's going to start your day off with stupid thoughts, stupid emotions, and stupid actions. You know, some people find themselves in jail because they woke up holding on to something stupid, and then they go and they, 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 they get in road rage, and they end up getting out the car and punching somebody, or, or they're in a line at the coffee shop, and, and, and a person, you know, bumps into them, and, you know what I mean, just something stupid. Why? Because they had no peace from the time they woke up. No peace. Amen? So we must understand that we're in a spiritual battle, whether we want to be in one or not. There is no, we're going to fight from 9 to 11. The rest of the day is yours. No, the enemy don't look at it like that. He's on you from the time you open up. No, even when you sleep, he's trying to get into your mind with the spirit of mirror. What is that? I'm glad you asked. It's nightmares. It's the spirit of mirror, nightmare. Amen? So he's trying to get into your head even when you sleep. Have you ever had a dream and you woke up and you just scared, you scared straight? You, you don't want to go back to sleep because you don't want to go back into that dream. And all day long, you just cannot stop thinking about that dream. Amen? Tormented by mere nightmare. Amen? Glory be to God. Listen, we're going to win this battle. We're going to win this fight. Amen? We're going to win this fight. 
See, we need to understand these type of things, and these are the type of things that a lot of ministries are not telling their people. You know, it, 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 it's not about the entertainment. It's about the understanding. It's about the application and, and, and knowing what to do and how to do it, you see? And then you can go outside of the building and put these things into practice and come back to the testimony. Amen? People can begin to see that you're no longer a wimp, but you're a warrior. You no longer want a doormat. Amen? You stand up for yourself because you love yourself. You have confidence in the things that you're learning from the Spirit of God. Amen? You see, a lot of people sit in the pews, and they just sit, and they rot away. They leave, come back the next week with more demons, more turmoil, more stuff. And they leave again, just come, keep coming back, coming and going, coming and going, with no salvation, with no freedom, with no peace. And that's not what the church of Jesus Christ is all about. It's not about that. Amen. Hallelujah. See, we cannot live like a civilian. If you look at the military, the military calls people outside of the military civilians. Y'all live crazy. We, we live a very structured life here in the military. There's certain things that we can do, certain things we can't do. There's we have people in command that we must pay attention to. We must, we must follow what they say and do what they do. But you guys have a way of living that we can't live that way here in the military. You see? See, we are, uh, 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 we can't live like civilians. We're in, the mil- we're in the military, Holy Ghost military. It's called the Holy Ghost military. Amen. And his rule book tells us how we're to live, and this is what we follow. Amen? Amen? See, we fall because we so readily expose ourselves to the world and places of temptation. We become a part of the world. We let the world in, but we call ourselves a warrior but we're doing things that warriors aren't supposed to do. We call ourselves a warrior, but we're talking and speaking in a way that warriors don't talk and speak. Remember, we're not civilians. We, we can't do what civilians do. See, it says that to, to be holy, for I am holy, that means separate yourself because I'm not like these people in the world. So you must separate yourself. But what we have done is we join in. You know, some people say straddling the fence. You know, half of us is in the world and half of us is in the church. There is no straddling. You see, the one way or the other. You're either in or you're out. You see, the black and white. There is no gray. There is no gray. So if you think you're straddling the fence, are you like, well, I'm just going to do this, you know, until I get 50 and then I'll give my whole heart to the Lord. 
you better you better retract that statement and get with it right now because none of us are guaranteed a minute. It's only by grace. None of us are guaranteed to wake up tomorrow. It's only by grace. Amen. So I would get right and stay right. Amen. That way you'll know where your final destination is going to be. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. Read, read, baby, for me, Second uh, Timothy chapter 2. Read verse 8 for me. Read verse 8. See, there's one way that you can be almost guaranteed to overcome Satan or consistently win the battle. Verse 8 of Second Timothy chapter 2. Amen. And it reads, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. The only one who consistently wins over Satan considers himself as already dead. What am I saying? You don't live your, you don't live your life for yourself. You, 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 everything that you are doing, you're doing for Christ through Christ. You're dead. You're, you're dead to yourself. You're dead to your desires, your emotions. Your, you're, you're dead to these things. And you're alive in Christ. So what is it? Self-centeredness? Selfishness? All these things we're dead to. You see? So we're living through Christ. We're dead to self. So if you're dead to self, there's really nothing that the enemy can hit you with because sin is basically about me, 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 me. If you look, Eve was in the garden. And the, 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 the serpent said, did God truly say that you cannot eat of this fruit? And it says that she looked at it, and it looked, and she, so she's contemplating. How is this going to benefit me? You see? But when you're dead, you ain't worried about anything benefiting you because you're dead. You see? So we know that if we die to self, we could win the battle. We could win the battle over Satan. Does that make sense? That, that, that's key. That's, that, that's a foundational piece that will give you the victory over the little battles you go through day to day. If you get out of the self-centeredness, the me, 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 and understand that I died to Christ. I died to him. I gave my life to him. And so in this, it ain't about me. It's about him. So whatever I choose to do, want to do, feel like I want to do, if it doesn't line up with what he has for me, I don't need to be doing it. Amen? And with that type of attitude, it will keep those uh, 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 temptations at bay. We're always going to be tempted. But see, we have a choice whether to run with the temptation or to run from the temptation. And what we do because the temptation tickles our fancy is we run with it. We gravitate to it. 
we make a justification of why it's okay. See, in order to do something that is not okay, we have to justify it. It's like, well, you know, well, last time, well, this time, well, well next week, yeah, I want to lose weight, but I, 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 I can't go to the gym today. I, I'll go tomorrow. Got to justify why my foot hurts. That's a good reason why I'm not going today. You always have to have a just, just take a look at it. Whenever you've done something wrong, didn't you have to think about what will make it okay to do something wrong, make it right? Got to justify it. Amen? And, and, and then when somebody asks us about it, we got to lie because we tell them a justification that don't make no sense to them because they in their right mind. See, when you justify something, you're kind of crazy. <laughs> you got it crazy, you know what I'm saying? You you're thinking I'm you're thinking out the side of your neck, <laughs> you know. So when you take that to somebody that is kind of in their right mind at the time, they're like, "Are you crazy? That don't make no sense. It makes no sense." Amen. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Six. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to be wrapping it up here real. Soon, I'm almost at the end here. Understand this. The myths that Satan uses to derail us, okay, God is not uh, primarily concerned about our happiness, our well-being, safety, our security. It's about his glory. It's about his glory. But if you turn to 1 Samuel, y'all, turn to 1 Samuel chapter 15, and 22. 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 22. He has not called us to our version of success, but to wholeheartedly obey him. That's what he's called us to, is obedience. Not to our version of success. His version of success is being obedient to him. Because if we're obedient to him, everything that we desire that we here on the earth would say makes us successful, he'll give to us. First Samuel 15 and 22. You want to read that for me, please? Amen. And it reads, Then Samuel said unto Saul, Big house, big car. Oh, I'll be happy then. 
God said, I ain't worried about none of that. You, can, you don't even know how to be obedient to me. You, 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 you're living, you're doing all kinds of things that are a sin, that are disobedient to me. But you want me to bless you in the midst of your disobedience. And this is how we, we, we I mean, this really, this is how many people think. It's okay for me to be disobedient to you, God, but I expect you to bless me, to watch over me, to give me peace, to fulfill my, my, my desires. But that's, that's no, no, no. See, God wants us to be obedient to him. Let me ask you, if you had a, a, a child that was obedient, did everything you told him to do, you didn't even have to tell him, he just did it. Whatever that child would ask for, you would have no problem giving that child because it's an obedient child. Now, take a rebellious, disobedient child. You would be like, you know how you expect me to go get you a pair of Jordans and you can't even empty the trash? I can't clean your room. You can't clean your room. Stick everything under the bed. Now, because you love your child, you go get them some Converse. It may not be the Jordans, but you get them some Converse. So how many of you asked God for something, and he gave you something close to it, but not exactly what you asked for? You see, are we doing exactly what God is asking us to do? Are we cutting corners? Cutting corners, like we did when we were kids. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Counter self centeredness with love. Counter self centeredness with love. See, what we've been talking about a lot is, is self centeredness. We cannot win this battle. Being caught up itself. We have to remember it was self-centeredness that got Satan kicked out of heaven. Pride. Me, 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 me. These things are fuel to him when we are selfish or self-centered. It's like fuel. Because if we, we have that in us, he can just Throw a match on the fuel. What happens when you throw a match on some gasoline? Amen? Yeah. So he'll just throw a little match on that pride and... See? Why is loving God the greatest commandment in the Ten Commandments? First thing it says is love God with everything of you. Why do you think it says that? Now, before you answer, now, you don't have to answer me, but before you answer that question, whatever your answer would be, we must understand it is also for your protection. The reason, one of the reasons why we must love God with everything in us is because it's for our protection. It's for our protection. Listen. It protects us from legalism when we love God with everything in us. What's legalism? 
religion without power. It protects us from that. When we love God, we're going to follow God. We're going to trust God. So when we get these religious spirits that come twisting the word and they have no power, they have no power, they, 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 they have the knowledge, but they don't have the power of the spirit of God to mislead us. But when we love God, it protects us from legalism. It also protects us from idolatry, which is the most common sin, putting things before God. When you love God, he sits on the throne of your heart. Amen? Amen. But when you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you don't, something else sits on the throne of your heart. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What is it that you think about the most in a day? Is it God? Is it your Xbox? Is it your pedicure? What, what is it that you think about the most? Is it your husband, your wife? What do you think about the most? Because whatever you think about the most, that's your God. That's your idol. So if it's not God, you need to take whatever it is off of the throne. And let God take his rightful position. Amen? Amen. It protects us from sacredism. Lessening the power of God because we combine our love for him with other loves. Now, this, this will find a great percentage of so-called believers in. They love God, but they twist it in with their husband, their wife, their money, their, their job, their, their this, their that. It's twisted in. I love God, but I also love this. So this is like 50% of the day I'm thinking about God, but the other 50% I'm thinking about my husband. Or I'm thinking about my job. Or I'm thinking about my bank account. I'm thinking about my stock, you see. It's a, so it's a blend. There's a blend. Amen. It protects us from this. The love of God protects us from those things that try to pull us away from God. That tries to pull us away from God. Amen. I'm going to close with this. Life is a hard fight. You know, when, when, you know, life is hard. It's hard, you know, and, 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 and especially when you come, come from the, come from the mud and trying to, trying to get up to the mountaintop, you got, you, you're swimming upstream, you know, you, you have to come against a lot of things. It's a struggle, a, a, a wrestling with the principalities of evil on top of that, and the foot and foot to foot. Every inch of the way is disputed. Every inch of the way is disputed. You know how they say we take two steps forward and one step back? It's like we're fighting to get those two steps. And if we, if we take and, and rest, we get kicked back. We're, we're consistently fighting. But we must understand that these foundational pieces are a must to keep us moving 
in a foreign direction. We must continue to fight the good fight of faith. We must continue to fight the good fight of faith. The Bible says that. The Bible talks about running a race. You don't see them running a race and them stopping in the middle of the race to catch their breath and then starting to run again. They're consistently running until they get to the finish line. We need to consistently run our race. See, some of us start out the gate fast, but we run out of breath and we stop running. Some of us are just running just as slow as molasses. So it's because we get hit with all kinds of stuff because we, we're, we're a slow-moving target. <laughs> Amen. But some of us are keeping a steady pace, a steady pace from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, and we're consistently running. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, victory is mine saith the Lord. And I decree and declare that we all, hallelujah, will fight the good fight of faith and run our race at a pace that is convenient for each one of us. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of your Son, Yeshua, Hamashiach, the Christ, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you, Holy Spirit, hallelujah, for taking us back to the basics, Lord. Sometimes we just have to go back to the basics, to recalibrate our minds, to bring back to the forefront those things that we may have pushed aside. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord, right now that each and every person that is within the sound of my voice, those that are listening through podcasts, hallelujah, will receive your word, Father God, and not just be hearers, but doers of your word that they will put in place these foundational pieces as you have given us the understanding so that they may win the spiritual battle that we are all facing day to day. Hallelujah. I pray, Father God, for each and every person that is dealing with the situation, dealing with uh, physical pain, dealing with mental confusion. Hallelujah dealing with spiritual hurts, Father God. I pray, God, that you may bring healing to them right now in the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach. Be made whole in every aspect of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. For those of you that are tuning in via our conference line, God bless you. We thank you for any... Um, individuals that are here for their first time, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you have any prayer requests or any questions or concerns, go to our website at mbkiministries.com. Go to our contact us page and put in your prayer requests or whatever it is that you may like to share with us. And if we've been a blessing to you, you can also hit the donate button on our homepage. And as the Spirit leads, uh, you can be a blessing to the ministry. The word of God is free. Amen. It costs to run a ministry. So we thank you for whatever size love gift that you uh, give to us on the, today. 
Hallelujah. On behalf of me and my wife and the MBKI family, walk by faith and not by sight. We'll see you next week on MBKI's Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, the um as I was I was sharing as I was sharing when I was speaking about the faith and the victory and knowing that you have victory. In Christ, I was thinking about our conversation before we, we got going. When the enemy, when the enemy puts uh, has you in a position to where you forget that that's something that doesn't come to mind, then he he has <coughs> he has uh, reign to kind of begin to manipulate your mind because. You're forgetting where your victory already is in Christ. You see, what we'll do is we'll forget about the victory in Christ, and we'll just focus on the battle. See, we'll, we may lose many battles, but the, the victory, the war has already been won, you see. Yeah. So when we remember that, then it gives us, uh, it gives us um, a strength. To know you know God, you 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 you've already you've already conquered this for me. You've you've already done this, you know. So what is it I need to do? Help me to do that, so that I may be victorious in this battle and prepare for the next battle. Because believe me, after this one, there's going to be another one coming somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Are you having a hard time sleeping? I see that. Babe, babe would you mind yeah. praying for us? <coughs> okay, let me put my head over there. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. Um, um, and I just feel really, um, in the place where I live, I don't know, I feel like it's just heavy there with oppression. Mm-hmm. And it's really, um, <coughs> You know, what I would what I would recommend is to anoint your house. We call it a spiritual house, Clinton. If you you look at our walls, you'll see oil all over the wall. <laughs> because we anoint we anoint the walls, we anoint the house. It's been a minute, we need to go through and do it. But um because you don't know who was there before you and what they were into, if they were believers, if they were Satan's, never know. Are the people before them, are the people before them, are the people before them, how old the place is you live. You never know what, what they're going on. So what you want to do is you want to go through and spiritually <coughs> cleanse your home of any demonic activity. Here, I'm going to give you this. 
use some anointing oil. Okay. Okay. And so all you do is <laughs> if you have any like worship music. Yeah. Okay. Put on put on uh, worship music. Put on worship music and just go through and start from the back end and open your windows, open your windows, open your doors so that they have somewhere to run out to. Okay. And and just, you know, just put on saying the blood in the name of Jesus, I cover my home, you know, I protect my home, you know, in the name of Jesus. You know, I, I command all the all the evil spirits to leave out now. Okay. You know, and what you'll find as you do this you'll find that your house has become a lot lighter. The air is not as thick and heavy. Okay? And, um, yeah, that, that, that should help a lot because you never know. An individual can move out, but the spirits that were attached to them don't leave. They stay. You see? Yeah. This, this is why sometimes individuals, when they move into a place they'll go in and they'll be like, <coughs> this looks kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the spirits in there are they'll be like, Man, this place feels really holy. Yeah. Really peaceful. Yeah. Because it's a have you ever you seen a war room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You remember at the end where uh where the the, the guy the, the pastor dude says feel like somebody's been been praying up a storm in this yeah. You yeah. see, because he could feel the spirit yeah. of uh, of that of same type of deal, you know. Yeah. So what you're saying basically <laughs> is something demonic, something is not right. The atmosphere is not correct. So doing the spiritual house cleaning okay. will take care of that for you. Okay. So you want to pray with the baby and uh, out? You okay? No. <clears throat> what's 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 wrong? <clears throat> So yeah, I'm a, I'm afraid for both of y'all. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, be made whole in the name of Jesus. You are healed. You are healed in Jesus' name. Rebo sanaba hirabo sitia. Rebo sondorabo korenirirabo sitia. Hallelujah, God. Release your healing power. Oh, God, I thank you for what you're doing even now. Yeah, there goes right there. I thank you, Lord. Hirabo sitia. Remisiki rabo sondokoriana. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I come against every attack that is trying to overtake and overthrow. I speak to her respiratory system. Line up to the word of God. Be made whole. Be made whole. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By faith, you are healed. By faith. By faith. In Jesus' name.
Аллилуйя. Сиррабу саннава. Рыбу в сонду кожин дегририрабу. Father, 
Hallelujah. Thank you for the light that's so shining, oh God, through the doors, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, I see you lurking spirit. Every lurking spirit, Father God, take under captivity. Right now, we command you to go back to the pits of hell in the mighty name of Jesus. Every cancer spirit, hallelujah. Oh God, run them away right now. Take them under captivity, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, turn over every soldier, Father God. Every witch, every warlock, hallelujah. As they've been speaking secretly, as they've been speaking secretly, Father God. Take under captivity, oh God, the whispers, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Cut every civil cord and lay line, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, go in a mind right now and take under captivity every mind binding spirit, every memory recall. In the name of Jesus, even from childhood. Hallelujah, oh God. I thank you, oh God. And she, hallelujah, come to repentance. Hallelujah, oh God. And forgive those that have done things wrong to her. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh God, we thank you, oh God, for raising your daughter up.